and transitions where we talk about the nuances of adulthood and the challenges and things that people don't really talk about. So today's topic is... So we are diving into healing from breakups. I know recently we talked about breakup experiences, how I felt like it was breakup central. Everyone was breaking up. So today we're going to be talking about how do we heal from that? How do we grow from that? And our experiences and maybe talking a little bit about friendship breakups too, because I think sometimes we always focus on the romantic breakups, but the friendship breakups can hurt just as deep, if not More. deeper. <laughs> That's for real. So let's get right into this. That's a fact. Yeah. So we're going to start off with the topic of Love is Blind. I don't know if you all have watched it, but if you haven't, you should definitely catch up. If you like messy, you like chaotic, but you also love like romance <laughs> and everything, you should watch it. Not me being like the advertisement of Love is Blind, but... Right. If you have not seen the show, it is a show about people who fall in love without seeing each other. So literally, it's like them talking through a wall. I know this sounds insane, but like they're talking through a wall without seeing each other. Um, and they just hear each other's voices and just have that authentic relationship with one another where they are not focused on appearances and everything else that we'd be focused on if we see somebody um, and see if they can bond and stuff like that. So yeah. um, the test is really to find out if love is truly blind, if you can fall in love with someone without seeing them. It's on Netflix. I think it's five seasons. Five right seasons. Now. Five seasons right now. So um, this one was a little, you know, questionable, yeah. but the previous season, some of them had some really strong couples. Yeah, honestly, I would just say season one, just in season, season four. One, yes, one and four. The rest you can skip two. Um, just <laughs> completely skip two. Skip two. Skip two. Um, in fact, when we say skip, they'll probably watch it. But like, <laughs> skip, skip two. But if you're looking for authentic love, season one, four, and um, this That's one. Really it. Yeah, this season was kind of yeah. yikes. But we're going to get into <laughs> gonna get all of that and the breakups, the couples that made it through, all of that, because I think it really relates to this topic. Exactly. So... Thinking about the couples, I think I'm already forgetting their names and everything, <laughs> but like, um, why did you think the couples who broke up broke up or like any one of them? Yeah. To be honest, I wish more of the couples that were on the show actually stayed together mm. and it just felt as though some of them were going on for different motives than to find love, which I guess is what you get with reality shows today. I was really, spoiler alert if you haven't watched it yet. But um, I was really surprised that Milton and Lydia were the only couple that lasted. Out of all of them, I was not expecting that. Um, and I think they stayed together probably because they had a lot of similar passions, it seemed like, with their professions, their careers. The age difference threw me off, though. Because I think she is in her early 30s and he was 24 I think mm -hmm. so the age difference really threw me off and is why I didn't think that they would last yeah um usually it seems like if there's a huge age difference it works out better when the man is older but for some reason it worked out but it also seemed like Lydia was very much a hopeless romantic yeah and um like we were talking about in our first episode of season two sometimes you decide whether or not to go by I guess how invested you are in it or yeah. how much you may want or crave that intimacy that relationship so I think that made it go a lot better and they also seem opposite in terms of personality yeah. Lydia's very outspoken out of the box and Milton is very quiet and reserved very intellectual yeah so yeah I was really surprised by that one but now I'm like okay they're kind of cute <laughs> yeah like it literally took me until the last episode for me to be like the oh wedding. I think they're yeah. cute because I was kind of like I don't know about this because like you said Lydia is 
like, you know, energetic and like bold and like loud. And she's like, I'm me, I'm extra, so on and so forth. And Milton's kind of just like, I'm here. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm going to be the calm. And you're yeah. the storm. I'm the calm. I'm going to just like hang out here. Yeah. Which I can see how they can like compliment each other. But I was genuinely shocked that they stayed together. I mean, it was kind of 50-50 because I remember we were watching it and I was kind of just like, okay, there's a chance that he can say no, but I also can see how he can say yes. yes at the same time. I knew Lydia was going to say yes, regardless. One hundred percent that man was. Exactly. She was going to say yes. And just like to speak on that, it's like when she was in the pods, it was Izzy. It was some other bad rumor's name. And then it was now like Milton as the last option. And it's you can just tell that she was passionate about love and just passionate about getting married. She was passionate about getting married to somebody, anybody, whoever was down to do it with her, yeah. which I think is kind of concerning. It is concerning. And that reminds me of a podcast that I was watching recently. Can't remember the name of it. I feel like I'm always referring to some kind of <laughs> podcast based on something. But in that podcast, a man was explaining how he thinks that men are more genuine and authentic lovers mm. because women have a picture of the love that they want and they will fit anyone into that mold and yeah. see that potential in them. But men authentically and genuinely will be only interested in you if they really love you and care about you. That's true. What? You have a little bit of a point there. <laughs> I think that's a beautiful thing. I never like heard of that, but that is kind of accurate because, you know, we watch the Disney movies and like yeah. shows and like um, Pride and Prejudice. Like we watch all these things and yeah. we're always making comparisons. We're always just like, oh, it should be like a knight in shining armor. And the guy's kind of just like, it's either I vibe with you or I don't vibe with you. Yeah. Which goes to say what we were talking about um, like in that episode where we were kind of sharing that like guys, like guys will show you if they like you or not. And if you're not getting that energy, it means that they don't. So I think what you just said speaks to that completely where... If they like you, you'll know they like you. If they want to do it, they'll do it. And if they don't want to do it, they probably don't like you as much. Right. And in the Haitian culture, I've heard a lot, too, where people will say, the man should like you more than you like mm-hmm. them. Have you heard that? I've heard that. I've heard that a lot. I'm like, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> uh, but I've, I've heard it a lot. Where people say that because then, it, it, then it'll even out a bit. Mm, I see. I think women are naturally more invested. So if a man likes you more, I feel like it'll... Balance it balance out. things out a little bit more. I don't remember. I I've heard of that before, and there were so many reasons on TikTok why they said like the guy should like you more than mm-hmm. like the girl liking the guy more. I don't remember what the explanation was, but I was kind of like, huh, that's interesting. But I guess very interesting. Damn, I should have looked into that a little bit more. <laughs> but like, <laughs> that is a solid point. Um, I also think is like unrelated, but with Izzy and Stacy. Mm-hmm. I knew they weren't going to be together because you can kind of see when people check out. Like when I saw mm-hmm. Izzy, because in the pods, I know that Izzy chose Stacy specifically because she's outgoing, she's like relaxing, she's fun, she's carefree, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. But I knew it wasn't going to work because the pods are just to build a connection, but you're supposed to build a connection to see how you're going to go out and live life and everything. So if you were just building the connection on fun, excitement, like all of the above, then what are you translating to into the real world? So yeah. unfortunately for them, when they got into the real world, it was like, okay, now we plan on 
living together that was a reality for Stacy. like oh like mm-hmm. I don't like how he lives and then it was okay you have different finance problems I don't like that it's like okay I didn't yeah. like this but I feel like if they discuss all of the unfun things in the pods then they wouldn't have made it out of it right. and I know yeah. that Izzy was saying that oh like I didn't pick Johnny because she's not as fun and everything she's but serious she's too serious but ultimately you guys were able to decide oh we're not for each other because you have those real conversations in the pod so I don't know you can see it as episodes go on if you go back but you can see Stacy checking out like she learns how he lives and she's kind of just like and then she <laughs> like and then it's kind of like she was just getting the ick slowly just slowly getting the developing ick. the ick and then I saw um, a scene where Izzy was just like eating and everything and Stacy was side eyeing him like why are you eating like that and I was like you know everything the person does is starting to just like like disgust you essentially <laughs> where I think we've all been <laughs> yeah like, she's where it's like the way you're even chewing right it's now just, that wouldn't have bothered me if I really would like no you. like but right now it's it's gross yeah. like it's <laughs> gross no, he, I didn't think he was doing anything wrong, but I think he was also starting to feel it. So now he's super yeah. self-conscious about how he's talking, how he's eating, what yeah. he's doing. I feel bad for him a little bit. It's almost as though it was a confirmation bias of, I don't like you, so any little thing that ticks me <laughs> off, let's just add it to the pile of reasons why I don't like you right now. We should not be together. Exactly. Like, and, and the excitement only lasts so long, like you said. Mm-hmm. It, it really... It's important to have conversations. We need to come up with a list of something of like the topics that you need to talk about before with your partner before you decide to commit, even before being like girlfriend, boyfriend, and girlfriend as well. Yeah, like are your goals aligned? Are your values aligned? Because these things, some things are just not going to change, or they might like also. But yeah, um, it's okay if you change your favorite color from like you know blue to pink or something like that. But whether you want to have kids or not, you should have that conversation beforehand. Your finances, exactly. You should have that conversation if you're planning on traveling for nine months out of the year every single. Year, you should have a conversation about right, that, right? Because <laughs> it can really dismantle and break the whole relationship if you don't talk about these things. Exactly. And in Stacy's case, like. I knew, and I, it's like, I already knew she wasn't going to do it because of how I could see her checking out in her body language and everything. Mm-hmm. But what also confirmed it is when on the wedding day, the mom was talking to her and she was just like, oh, like, how are you feeling essentially? And Stacy was pretty much insinuating that she felt like uncomfortable, like she can't breathe. She was nervous and everything. And then yeah. the mom was kind of like, trust your gut instinct. Like, you know, mm-hmm. your gut never lies. And then mm-hmm. once she said no... She was like, yeah, I feel better. Like, I feel relieved. She didn't say I feel relieved, but she said something. Along those lines. Yeah, where she said, like, oh, like, I feel good. And I know, and I noticed the yeah. contrast between um, when she, what she said to the camera and what she said to Izzy. Yeah. The camera, she was just like, this was like a good decision I made for myself. And then to Izzy, it was like, oh, you know, maybe we can continue this and maybe X, Y, and Z. But you can tell that maybe she wasn't, I think you said this too, she wasn't trying to look bad on TV, number one. Yeah. And number two, like, they weren't going to continue building from what they had. It was like, done. We're done. Like, we're all set. We're so, done. it was, yeah, it, I, I just knew it for them. And it's crazy how, usually every season, for context, every season has like five or six couples and this who make it to the altar. And the fact that only two made only it. Two. Two. Why did they go three? Oh, um, January uh, 6th and. <laughs> She 
loves to call him January. Yo, do you remember his name? JP. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Every time he's like, yeah, January, January 6th. And um, I loved her. I don't remember her name. Taylor. And Taylor. Okay, there Taylor, we go. You're yeah. better with these yes, names. Taylor. And Taylor, yeah. They left the pods. They didn't make it to the altar because he just wasn't, in my opinion. Communicating. He wasn't communicating. He wasn't being honest with himself. No. I think the attraction just was not there. And he just didn't want to say that and didn't want to look bad. So, yeah. But I was kind of thinking, you know, in other seasons, he's like, people have said that I'm just not attracted to you. And they tried to, like, make it to the altar, but it doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he tried to, like, diminish her and put her down and come up with all these things, it was kind of like, you could have just said, I don't think we're compatible. Because now he has, like, a girlfriend. It's, like, the opposite of Taylor. So I'm like, you could have just said, I don't think. From the beginning. Mm -hmm. This isn't going to work out. So, um. I agree. The reasons for them breaking up, I think this season it was they weren't being honest with themselves. I agree. And I also think it was lifestyle. It seemed as though Stacey was really used to a certain kind of lifestyle that was very, lack of better terms, like very, it seemed very wealthy, very mm-hmm. much so. Designer items provided a lot by her dad. Well, Izzy has an experience where it seemed like he was the provider for his mom mm-hmm. being a single parent and really had to step into a lot of those roles and their lifestyles and likely values because of that are mm-hmm. different. Um, and even like the paper plates thing was a huge deal and that was something that she struggled with. Mm-hmm. The credit thing, clearly she didn't want to be a part of that debt. She really and, did it. Um, on top of that, I also think the pieces around emotional trauma, it mm-hmm. seemed like. It seemed like there was some kind of trauma bonding a little bit. Really? For Izzy? With Johnny or with Stacy? With with Stacy. Like, really? Yeah, I feel as though whenever they got into arguments, he was just so happy that they got through that like he was so used to being in arguments Mm. with her he wasn't used to that sense of peace and calm i see so whenever there was an argument it seemed as though he would always say something like i'm just so glad we're getting through this together i see like you're just gonna help me get through the tough times and things like that and it's like hey it's y'all are supposed to have a peaceful relationship to be peaceful not necessarily Argumentative, I see. And I think maybe because of the dysfunction that he grew up with, that's something he's used to in relationships. Mm. And, like, the fact that he gets into the... Re- like, when they have a problem, he automatically is... He's relieved that it worked out because usually maybe it doesn't work out mm-hmm. or the person leaves or yeah. they're out. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Yeah. Poor Izzy. So. It's true. Like, there's nothing... We're obviously not coming at Izzy, but I just think no. that... They were just in two different places. Stacy was at a point where she had a house, right? She has a car. She has a successful like business or mm-hmm. even job and everything. And she's, um, and she's thirty three, and she's like climbing up from where she is. And she wanted to bring somebody who was maybe on the same level as her, or maybe above, to continue bring, like going up. Mm-hmm. Where Izzy was, like you said, we don't know his background. We don't know what was going on and everything, but. He was still building his life like he didn't have a house yet he was still building his credit he's still like maybe building his savings and his life and everything and he was not close to where stacy was right. and stacy would have had to have the patience 
and like care to bring him up to where she is so that they can continue to build from there mm -hmm. but i don't think that she was wanted that or like was willing and there's nothing wrong with that either it's just two different right. wants in life like he was just like i just care about you i just care about the relationship like we can do this like we can work through this and she was just like i need somebody where i am so that i can continue moving up and i get it you know just she's fair. yeah she's not 21 she's not 20 like she's in the middle of her career she's like grown honestly and she just wants to continue elevating from where she is so i know izzy's with like someone else now and i hope that they can continue building right, together right. and everything but i think that just goes to say neither person was wrong it's just that they weren't compatible in terms of their values and goals and everything yes they had a good friendship exactly mm -hmm. good friendship they got along with each other but ultimately they weren't at the point for them to like you know build up right and people right. were saying oh stacy's superficial and i was kind of thinking i don't think she's superficial she just knows what she wants and she's going after what she right. wants and she knows izzy isn't it so yeah and, it's fair. <laughs> th and that's it like it's fair and then i was thinking of um season one um I don't remember what the couple is, but I think it was Brett, maybe? Was his name Brett? It was Brett and somebody else. It was like a girl. You know how there was drama with um, that one girl in the season in season one? She was just the Jessica. Girl? Was it Jessica? Remember Je Whatever. There was Jessica. Yeah. She was like drunk in every scene. Like oh, she was yeah. Okay. And yeah. you know how she was Barnett. There we go. So it was Barnett yeah. and this other yeah. girl. Yeah. See barnett knew that i don't remember the girl amber amber amber, amber. okay yeah so amber. amber was in a similar situation as izzy from what i remember where she didn't have a lot of money she was in debt and everything yeah. but barnett had a house like he had a job and so on and so forth and barnett had the patience he was willing to say okay i want to build with you so like let me honestly i think he sold his house to help her with her debt and then like later they moved on so i think it was something like that where he was willing to do it but stacy was at the point where like i'm not trying to do all that so just different values wants needs right so right. i don't think she's okay what about johnny and and chris e um the real reason why they broke up is <laughs> because chris cheated on johnny yeah which is that's a fact awful <laughs> I mean, definitely reason worse <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna condone him at all because what he did was like really nice he just ghosted her essentially and then he was just like oh by the way i'm out got a new girl and, like, kept to put and i didn't expect that of him which is kind of crazy i really didn't expect him to do so but for him maybe he just has confrontation problems maybe that was my guess maybe he just can't yeah. but it goes back to one of our tips of just communicating if you're not in it just communicate that's why there that's a fact like just say you're not into it just say like oh i don't think this is gonna work out or maybe like everything that i've learned during the pause and everything is really hitting me now and mm -hmm. i'm not ready to move forward with you because i don't appreciate it and everything and i think he could have just said that one thing i will say is that as opposed to other seasons i'm glad that he just owned up to it he was just mm. like i messed up that right. was really messed up i shouldn't have done that i should have even when the were like asking like oh why'd you do that he was like honestly i don't even know but regardless it wasn't right and i shouldn't have done that but yeah. for example like bartice like when they're like oh Please. why did you <laughs> when they're like oh why did you go with another girl right after the um wedding day he was like that's just my way of healing you can't judge me don't ask me these questions essentially like, why are so defensive <laughs> just ask you a question it's just a simple question <laughs> like um or even jackie and marshall it's like you could have just said oh, you don't yeah. like him just say you don't like him it's yeah. as simple as that you don't need to drag his whole character and everything and marshall literally said nothing to you he was right. really respectful so 
Yeah, these com- yeah. the communication piece is yeah. really large. I think oftentimes people are scared to hurt people through mm-hmm. communicating, not realizing that they're hurting them even more by not communicating. Oh my gosh. So just communicate. Just communicate. Just communicate. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> like, just talk to each other. Have a mouth, use it. <laughs> just use, like, literally just say what's on your mind and be, like, honest with it. Because this is, like, unrelated, but one of my biggest pet peeves is, like, when... I ask a question mm-hmm. to like a bunch of people and maybe they can't make it. Maybe like they're not able to do it or whatever. And it's just hit with silence. And like, mm-hmm. you know, you might miss the text the first time, but when it's like two, three, four reminders and it's like, you're not getting back to me. Like, can you just say you can or cannot do something? It's right. as simple as that. Right. It's like, you think you're saving. Like I used to do this in the past, like mm-hmm. with vacations. I used to like reach out to like 15, 16 people, mm-hmm. like back in like undergrad and everything. Yeah. And I'll be like, hey, I'm going on a vacation to, like, Barbados or whatever. Yeah. Who's in? Who's out? Whatever. I okay. have, like, three people respond. And then I'm like, crickets. Everybody else, what's going on? Nobody wants to say anything. And then now I have to send 10 individual texts just to get, like, your mind of, like, where. and even then sometimes they don't respond. And then I think one day I was just blunt and I said, you not responding is not saving my feelings. It's actually getting on my nerves because I'm planning an Airbnb for 13 people and there's only four people that are coming. Like, yeah. the, the price difference right. is two completely different. Bad right, right, is actually yeah. affordable. But, like, the price difference are two different things. So it's like, you think you're saving your feelings. You think you're, like, trying to, like, oh, not hurt them by not saying anything. And just, like, case. it's really not the case. You're just, like, you're hurting the person more. So it's like, if yeah. you're in a relationship, um, a friendship and stuff like that, it's, it's better to communicate these problems yeah. and work through them. But I do I understand the layer of, sometimes you try to communicate a problem to somebody and they just kind of go off the walls and don't want to take accountability or they get Mm. defensive or deflect or gaslight so on and so forth Mm. and i feel like that's like a whole other avenue but ultimately if you're friends with the person or whatever and you know that they have good communication skills or decent communication skills or you're building communications in the Mm -hmm. friendship then you should try to talk and work through it as opposed to just um, being passive because passive sometimes can lead to a lot of like preconceived notions and like yeah. just assumptions and so on and so forth yeah. that can cause problems later on too. I so. agree. I agree. And there are also other ways to communicate too. For example, if you need to write it on paper, I'm a pen to paper kind of gal. If I have to have a hard conversation, I will take out my journal and I will write down the things that mm-hmm. I want to say so that when I say it, I feel prepared and that I had time not to rehearse, but to get my thoughts together. Mm-hmm. Cause I think sometimes when I try and have a hard conversation, my thoughts get really flustered. Yeah. <laughs> and I realize I don't say anything that in my head I really wanted to say. So sometimes it's okay to get out that pen and paper. Everyone has a notes app on their phones. Get your thoughts together so that you can have those difficult conversations. Yeah. And they feel less scary because you know what you're going to get off your chest and you also don't feel as though you left anything unsaid. Exactly. Yeah. Especially when... Because I'm, I'm very similar in that sense too. Like I have to... If I'm in the heat of the moment in my feelings, if I try to talk to you, who knows what's going to come out of my mouth, you know what I'm saying? Um, But like you said, writing it down, I like to go on um, Google Docs because sometimes my thoughts are way faster than like my hands can keep up with. So I'll just go on Google Docs and just like type out everything I'm feeling, all the nasty, the good, whatever, all of the above. And then once it's out, I'm like, okay, what do I actually want to address? Like, what do I want to say to you? And then from there, it sounds bad. Like it's, 
it's not rehearsed but it's well thought out like that like when you're in the heat of the moment and when all of these thoughts are like running through your head and everything it's important for me at least it's important to have those points written down so that if the conversation goes off like the road mm -hmm. you can always come back to something concrete to discuss and talk through because that's the point of the conversation to work through the issue not to bash each other or all of the above so mm -hmm. i also like to write things down and just make sure that what i'm saying is intentional and that i'm not just speaking out of turn because i'm just so upset or so like um i don't know just like angry or sad yeah, or just emotional sure. so on and so forth so i agree with writing things down 100 percent. right and i know the last couple is uche and Aaliyah. we don't need to get into that because that that could be a whole episode on its own but I think the reason that they broke up is mainly because Olivia knew her worth. Yes. She knew her worth. She knew what she deserved. And it wasn't the way that that man was treating her. Yeah. I think I'm really glad that he said no to her at the dinner. Like when she was like, oh, like I'm willing to try again and like work. Try Apparently they did date a little bit. Oh, they did. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's true. They yes. were cutting and chopping and everything. And we just yeah. seems like we cut it off. Because... And also, if you want to recap, Jessie Wu, she does a great, like, she sat down with some of the girls mm -hmm. from the, um, the show and everything, so. That's true. She had all the... All the tea. All the details. All the tea. Yeah. Um, but that is true. Um, she did realize her worth. I forgot about that piece because of the way they edited it on the show. But, um, and she's very well-spoken, very beautiful woman. Like, I'm glad, I am really am glad that she recognized her worth and realized, like, you know mm -hmm. what? I can do better. This isn't for me. This isn't going to work out. Um, for them, it was just unfortunate because I was bouncing. I was like, gosh, black couple, let's go. Like, yeah. I was so high, but it came out that way. It didn't work out. And then, uh, funny enough, at first, I was just like, oh, Leah, like, why did you leave? Like, you shouldn't have left or whatever. And then, as we start hearing more details and understanding more, I was like, oh, like, it was kind of like, a blessing that you left because it was just going to continue getting manipulated and it twisted was. and contorted into like and who knows what have, what would have happened now or how much you would have like beat down your confidence because that's mm -hmm. what i feel like was happening mm -hmm. on another scale too but yeah they're unfortunate um i thought it was going to be a wholesome black couple of the season but um not at all <laughs> not at all it was really bad but and he's still trying to back himself up to this day on his like instagram and everything um I don't know if you saw a video, but a woman was asking him, like, oh, like, they said that you're not attracted to, like, you know, black, like, darker skin women, essentially. And he was like, did you see it? Didn't he play um, the I dated a black woman before card? Yeah, he said, I dated a black woman before. And he's like, yeah, it's not, like, appearance and everything. Like, we went out, so on and so forth. And then at the end of it, he was like, yeah, it was because of, like, appearance. And it was like, you could have avoided this three minutes and just said that you didn't you weren't attracted to her and just call it a day you didn't have to do all that but it's like he tried to back himself up so he didn't look as bad and then said it mm -hmm. and it was very apparent that his lawyer's side came out it was <laughs> it didn't look good it wasn't a good look for him so he's um i'm pretty sure the most hated so maybe there's always that one person every season and what he said is giving very much so i have a black friend <laughs> please it's giving very much so i have that one black friend I have black okay friend, so, I, so i'm not racist because i have that one okay <laughs> sure yeah, i think the way he was yeah we can go on about him forever but like i just don't think he has some work to do i know that he comes off as like almost really mature and everything but i think i don't know something's off something's like really off despite him saying that he is emotionally connected mm -hmm. to himself and he knows all the information but i don't know if he actually feels the information that he's saying 
or like practices it. It's like a dictionary. Thank you guys for listening. This was part one of the Lovers Blind recap. And next week we'll be discussing friendship breakups, our experiences, and how we heal through it. So stay tuned. Uh...